Hello and welcome to Not Just About Copy. I'm your host, Emma McMillan, and I'm an educator, copywriter, and copywriting coach. But this podcast is not just about copy. At its heart, this is a podcast all about connection, how we use words to connect with others, and the lasting impact words can have on us. It's about empowering you to write better. It's about learning to love a blank page and its possibilities. It's about finding joy in words and language. You'll hear conversations that I hope will inspire you to reflect on your relationship with words and on how connection shows up for you. Solo coaching episodes with me will give you actionable tips and strategies to write better copy with more flow, confidence, and a sense of fun. Thanks for being here. Now, let's dive in. I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and honour their deep language and storytelling traditions. I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to episode 40 of the Not Just About Copy podcast. Now, over the years, I've discovered trialed, fallen in love with and ditched many tools, apps or pieces of technology. But I think I can safely say I've landed on my 15 favourites. So these are tools, apps or programs that have made copywriting easier to either write, edit, organise, share or repurpose. Before I dive into today's episode, I would love to invite you to register for a free masterclass I'm running on the 30th of September, and it's all about getting more confident with your copy. So I truly believe that there are ways to make writing copy easier, as you'll know if you're a regular listener to the podcast. It can be more free-flowing and it can even be fun. So in this 60-minute masterclass, you'll discover some simple flips to change your mind about how you feel about copy and how you go about writing it. So we're going to talk about the most common mistakes people make with their copy and how to fix them, tips about writing about yourself in a way that doesn't feel gross, and lots of strategies to help you get out of your own head and onto the page. So you can register for that masterclass now at emmamcmillancopy.com forward slash copywriting hyphen masterclass forward slash. That link is in the show notes for you. And I need to also tell you that the waitlist is also open for the next round of my eight-week online group copy coaching program, the Co-Writing Content Crew. So we kick off on October the 14th. And if you want to be the first to know when doors open, you can join the waitlist now. That link is in the show notes too. Gosh, so much excitement. Now into the episode with my 15 favorite copywriting tools, apps, and tech. Please get in touch and let me know if you have any other favorites I don't mention because I'm always keen to try new things. So first up, when it comes to writing, these are my five favorite writing ones. So first up, classic Google Docs. So it is great for collaborating. So if I'm working on a document that's shared with multiple people, this might be a piece of client work or it might be some copy that I'm writing for my podcast, which I share with my producer. It might be some copy that I'm writing, which needs to be shared with my OBM. So it's great for being able to communicate, tag one another, resolve comments and so on, and have a central place of truth. I also like the way that you can get on offline access to a document in case you don't have an internet connection. So you can keep working, but that when you are connected, you just get those instant saves as well just a good feeling. I also love Google Sheets. So 
I use Google Sheets when I'm doing things like my content strategy and planning. So I have it set out like with my content pillars across the top and then I just sort of store a lot of ideas around different social posts that I might create or little thought bubbles that I have basically. So that's a really good way to organize that. It also helps me keep track of projects as well. So if you are someone who has got different sorts of writing projects on the go, you could use Google Sheets for that as well. Now the Notes app. Apple devices. Now, I use that for absolutely everything. There are really fancy ways to use notes, which I know I don't use it to its full capacity. You can use folders and add attachments and things like that. But even just as somewhere to write down ideas, to have ideas that sync between my phone and my computer, which are both obviously Apple products, that is really handy. And I might store things in there that I like to access regularly. Or if I've just got my phone out and about, I want to capture something. It's a really good way of doing that. I have a piece of software that I use and it's called Otter and it's an AI transcription software. And what that lets you do is to record a conversation in real time and then it transcribes it for you. Or you can also upload pre-recorded audio and depending on the kind of plan you're on will depend on how many minutes you can upload each month. Look, it is a piece of AI, so it's far from perfect, but it can be a really good place to start if you do need to do any transcription or have a record of perhaps an interview or a conversation that you've had to support you with your writing in some way. Now, the Pomodoro method. So the actual tool itself that I use is called Tomato Timer. But if you were to Google Pomodoro, you would come up with um, probably a few different tools or options to use. So if you're not familiar with the Pomodoro method, essentially it is uh, working in a 25-minute focus burst with a five-minute rest period afterwards. And it is so helpful for getting really focused blocks of writing done. So I always like to tell myself, how bad can 25 minutes be? So I close every other tab that I'm not using and I just start it for 25 minutes and you'll be amazed at how much you can actually get done in that time when you're not being distracted by other things around you. So tomato timer or any version of the Pomodoro method is super useful for focused writing. Okay, so onto some editing tools. One that I love is Microsoft Read Aloud. So I do have an Office 365 subscription. Um, a couple of my clients were working in that suite as opposed to the Google suite. So I do have access to that at the moment. And where that comes in handy is that you can actually have your work read aloud to you. So it's actually a pretty cool little function. What I love to do is actually to drop my Google Doc copy into my Microsoft Word and put my AirPods in and then I choose the read aloud function and there are four different voices to choose from, different accents and things like that. And then I actually will just walk around the house and have this voice read my copy aloud to me. And that's super handy for listening out for things like repetition or awkward phrasing or even missed words in your copy. And if you've listened to episode six um, about how to proofread your own work, you'll know that just by reading your copy on the page, your brain will automatically fill in those kinds of gaps for you. But if you listen aloud, you will hear them. So it can be a really good technique for, um, for proofing as well. Grammarly. Grammarly is a plugin that you can get on your, on your computer and what it is, is it's essentially a grammar 
type tool. I think it's really great for helping you to identify the sorts of habits that you have when it comes to writing. So remembering that, it, you know, it is a robot, it's not perfect. So don't take anything that it suggests as gospel. But it can be handy for identifying things like, you know, you always write in really long sentences or parts of your work feel um, repetitive. So it can just give you some tips. And then once you feel comfortable and confident, you can just remove the plugin or you can use it as needed. But it does work in different programs as well. So for instance, you Google Docs, but also Canva and things like that. Hemingway Editor is another one that's great for editing and the nice thing about this is if, if you are a visual person like me, where I love to see things in front of me, I know uh, it's kind of the opposite <laughs> to what's going on here where I'm describing this to you. But if you jump on and have a look at Hemingway Editor, what it does is if you drop your words into that app, it will basically just highlight it in a whole lot of different colors. And those different colors will tell you, are your sentences you know, complex or hard to understand or are there lots of filler words in them? Where are the sentences that are a little bit difficult to understand? And then you'll also be given a reading age for your document. And the general rule of thumb is to aim for a reading age of like grade eight. Now, that's not always possible. Depending on the type of copy that you're writing and the context, it may not work for you. So if you're using quite technical language and you need to, then it will be tricky to stay to that grade eight, but it's something to aim for. Okay, so when it comes to organising all of your writing, there's a couple of um, tools that I love for this. And the first one is, of course, Google Drive. So I love a folder system, helps me to feel ordered, out of order, promotes inner calm, and it's also great for when you're collaborating with others. But Trello is another one of my favourites for organising my content. So it's particularly good for content planning as well. So what I might do is I might use my Google Sheets for my big sort of six-month or three-month plan of um, or brainstorm of copy ideas. And then Trello I might use, say, for a month at a time or even a week at a time to say, create my social post copy or to plan out my email copy, for example. And it's really nice because it's a real sort of drag and drop function. It's almost like moving post-it notes around um, if you're that kind of person. And you can expand on each of those, each of the cards with notes and you can color code them, things like that. So it's kind of like a, I guess a sorting card, sort of a project management tool. Again, you can collaborate on Trello as well. Now, when it comes to sharing, um, and so I'm thinking about things like how you would share your content or copy, how would you put it out there, what are some tools for helping you with that, or even sharing it with other people. So if you um, are a follower of mine on LinkedIn, you'll know I recently spoke about the screen recording software Loom. And it's brilliant for making videos. And I use it in all sorts of different ways. One of my favorite ways to use it is in my co-writing content crew. One of the things that the participants can do is to submit a piece of copy for critique. And after I have reviewed that by marking it up in Google Docs, I always record a Loom video, like a walkthrough of the document with me just kind of talking through my amends and changes and suggestions. So it can be really helpful just to sort of justify or explain anything that you have in words. And you can use this in so many different contexts. So I use it to um, annotate documents for 
uh, my OBM. I use it for recording any kind of instructional thing. I use it when I send proposals to talk through a proposal. I use it when I send client drafts to talk through some of the decisions that I've made. So you can use Loom for so many different things and it's really, really handy because it eliminates the problem of misreading uh, tone really nicely. Now, Airtable. So Airtable, it looks a bit like a Google Sheet and how it works is it's a really great collaboration tool for planning out content. So it's sort of taking your like your Trello board content or your Google Sheet content to the next stage and my OBM and I use it in between the Trello step and the later step, which later is our social media scheduling tool. So Airtable lets you toggle different workflow steps. So it's great. You can I will type in it and I'll toggle to it's ready when I'm ready for Alicia, my OBM, to look at the content and then she will add an image. It's got room to put images in next to the text and then she will toggle back for me to review And so it's really great for collaboration. And because you get to see the visual next to the words and row under row, it helps you to get a sense of what things will look like. Now, Later is our scheduling tool that we use, and that can schedule to Instagram, to Facebook, to LinkedIn. And I believe it also schedules now to TikTok, if that's your jam. It's not mine, but who knows, one day it could be. And of course, Canva. So for all my workshop presentations, creating slides for my crew, and of course, creating social media assets. I love the pro account in Canva because it lets you add all your brand colors, your fonts, the whole shebang. So that is brilliant for sharing any kind of content that you create that needs to be in a public um, space. And lastly, when it comes to repurposing, we use Asana for this. And Asana is a project management tool And I've only recently come around to this one. I have to admit, I tried it a few years ago and it wasn't for me, but I've come back to give it another go. And what I like about this is that, for example, every episode of the podcast that goes out, we have a series of steps, Alicia and I, that we work through in terms of sharing the podcast content. And one of the things that we have in there is an item around revisiting this content to reshare it or to repurpose it, say, on a different platform or on it in a different format, such as a reel, for example. And we can date that to happen into the future. Then I will get a notification when that date is coming up to know that it's time to revisit that. So you can use that to repurpose or to revisit certain topics or certain pieces of content periodically over time. So... Here's a final recap of all of those snazzy tools. So for writing, my favourites are Google Docs, Google Sheets, the Notes app, Otter AI transcription software, the Tomato Timer for the Pomodoro method. When it comes to editing, I love the Microsoft Read Aloud feature, Grammarly and Hemingway Editor. For organising, I love Google Drive and Trello. When it comes to sharing, I love Loom, love Loom. Airtable, Canva, and later. And when it comes to repurposing, it's Asana all the way. So that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope you found it useful. If you did, a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts is the best way to let me know. I'll be back in your ears next Monday with a brand new episode. Until then, happy writing. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love you to hit subscribe, rate, and review it. 
as this helps the pod reach more people. To get in touch or suggest a guest, head to emmamcmillancopy.com or find me on Instagram at emmamcmillancopy. See you next time.